The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I'm all geared up for this weekend. I have to actually, believe it or not, I have to actually ring my daughter at 10 to 8 tomorrow night because where she is in the world at the moment, she's going to get up at 3 a.m. to watch Ireland and France and we're probably going to FaceTime during it just for the crack but I'm so obsessed with it starting tomorrow. It's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely great. But for Colm, for Colm, it's a bigger thing. Colm Cronin is the presenter of the Irish NFL show podcast and he is headed off to the 56th or 58th annual Super Bowl. That doesn't happen until next week between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers in Las Vegas. It's a week and a half away. Cullum, you're buzzing even before you get on the plane to the damn thing. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely incredible. I, I'm over the moon to the fact that we got accredited again to, to go. You never know. You know, it's it's like uh, I saw t- stepping up to, to take a penalty or, or, or to take a, a kick um, and, and you don't know if, it, if it's going to go in and I was absolutely delighted to get the email uh, to say that we were going, I, I'm really excited and I think we probably have uh, you know, two, the two best teams in the, the Super Bowl so there's the game, there's the razzmatazz and there's everything else alongside it. Like this is not something this, you can just rock up at the turnstile and buy a ticket, this is sold out almost year on year isn't it 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 is and tickets on the secondary market so they allow secondary selling in america and you will see tickets the cheapest ticket uh, you're going to see probably at at the moment will be around three and a half four thousand and that'll only that'll only go up as the week goes on pj holy moly holy moly so you're there covering the game on behalf of the irish nfl podcast how did you get into all this in the first place miles dungan has an awful lot to answer for because he lived in the in the states so when i was growing up uh, in fermoy on monday nights pj they used to show syria football loved watching napoli and maradona but they also used to show the nfl and what was interesting in those times it wasn't the game from this the day before on the sunday it was from eight days prior that's how <laughs> the highlights it's a very different world now but miles dungan used to present the show on rt i watched this game and i just i was transfixed there was a team that used to play the the jersey of the time were the royal blue and neon orange and they had a number seven and he just seemed to be here there and everywhere that was John Elway of the Denver Broncos I fell in love with the the Broncos and the sport and I've been a fan ever since and it's been a journey because it was on TV then it wasn't on TV I didn't I was in school and in college I didn't have Sky Sports to watch it um, had to keep up with it in the newspapers and of course now thanks to social media and our phones and streaming, I can watch every game and, and, and every play. I can hear the fascination in your voice even as we talk. Like, you you were probably the only or one of a handful of fans in Fomoy, if there was even a handful. Yeah, I don't think there was a handful, obviously. Fomoy, from from huge sporting town, uh, soccer very popular, uh, Ga very popular. I went to uh, St. Coleman's College, 
huge hurling school, hearty cups, massive success at the time I was there when Neil Ronan uh, was cleaning up hearty and then All-Ireland schools medals. But I I wanted to talk about uh, John Elway, about um, the the Green Bay Packers and about how the uh, offensive line of the Denver Broncos was going to get on against the pass rush of the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. And the lads are all looking at you going, what are you talking about? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it's it's funny that there's such a community now. But yeah, back then I'd be like, you know, coming in all excited about the score that had happened. And people would be like, what do you mean the score was like 23 to 12? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I've, I've said this before. I've, I've loads of colleagues over the years who who love NFL and who would some some of them would book a Monday off after the Super Bowl circus. They'll be able to watch it right through. Now I'd be mad into the rugby. I can't wait for the start of the Six Nations this weekend. I can't make head nor tail of American football. <laughs> It, I, I, there's there's lots of people. You're not alone. You are absolutely not alone. And I think people ex- think maybe just because you know you're into one, you, you'll completely understand. The rules are very different. The way the way I would describe American football, PJ, is it's essentially chess meets demolition derby um, because there is such a strategy involved. See the reset because people think it's it's stop start and it is to a, it to an extent. Yeah. So it's definitely, I think, quicker than people expect. But every play you are facing off uh, against an opponent and you have to do your job. And if one person, one of the 11, fails to do their job, the entire house of cards can come crumbling down very, very quickly. That's one thing I have gotten from watching what little bit I have. It is set piece after set piece after set piece. Yes, and you ha- you're you're going up. You're looking for weaknesses, and you're looking to exploit uh, your opponent's vulnerabilities. And there's a reaction to the plan, and then there'll be a reaction to that. So that's what I mean by chess. They're constantly going yeah. up against one another and looking to see maybe this will work. And okay, that, there seems to be weakness there, but we won't exploit that until the second half because we don't want them to realise what I have we're doing. You. I have you. It's a bit like in, in rugby, they say the fellas with the great rugby brains, they, they say very little on the pitch, but when they go in at half time, they've seen something that nobody else has seen. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think there there are plenty of uh, Peter Romanis in the uh, in the NFL. <laughs> Absolutely. They're actually the people, the players, they are like they're as big as Formula One stars, aren't they, in terms of in terms of their stardom and their earnings for God's sake. Yeah, I, what's really fascinating, PJ, is the fact that there are certain players, like the superstars, the quarterbacks. And as a result, I suppose, if you don't know the, the sport, or you're not that familiar with it, you think everybody is earning. Like the Patrick Mahomes earns 50 million a year just from playing football. And there's all the endorsements on top of that. But there are guys on the, the team with Patrick Mahomes who, and I say only, I recognize it, but these guys have very short careers. The vet min- minimum so they, they'll be earning probably in the region of 180,000. Now, 180,000 versus 50 million, both of those guys go out there. And the NFL, the, the, the joke, but there's a lot of truth in jokes, is NFL stands for not for long. Because for a lot of these guys outside of the superstars, they tend to play in the league two, three, maybe four years. Yeah, they must, by the end of it all, be physically broken. 
Many of them are, and we've seen some interesting things in the past few years. So college athletes were not allowed to earn at all. I mean, it was crazy, multi-billion dollar industry. The guys weren't allowed to earn. That has changed in recent times. And what we've seen a little bit, not, um, and I wonder if it will become more common, we've seen players begin to retire a little bit earlier mm. so guys who you, you who you know you would have seen a lot of guys play until they were 35 36 if they could but now Andrew Luck was a, an incredible quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts but ultimately injury forced him into retirement Luke Keekley was a, an amazing linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. He was retired before the, the age of 30. And I wouldn't be surprised, PJ, if because guys are now coming into the league having earned a little bit of money in college, they were able to decide, OK, I'm going to play this sport, this you know very violent sport for five, six, maybe seven years. And then I'm going to I'm going to walk away and I'm going to look after my body. We know there's a concussion problem in rugby, a serious concussion problem. No, is there a concussion problem in American football? Yes, absolutely, there is. Um, but I suppose it was it was worse than it is now. Yeah. So for a long time, it was completely ignored. And the people were trying to highlight it. Um, finally, there was action taken and there was a, a huge lawsuit that the, the NFL ultimately settled. And there have been steps taken. So there is an independent spotter now right. who, um, because previously it was up to the teams themselves. And, you know, a lot of times teams and players, they don't want to bring a guy out. So they have brought in an independent spotter. I will say, I still don't think it's perfect. It, it is. And when we talk about concussions, I think people need to realize, like you're talking about your brain being rattled around. Concussion is a kind of a nice, soft word for uh, your brain, it's brain trauma rattled around your head. Exactly. Exactly, PJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the collisions are enormous and you can't imagine what it must be like to get stuck in the middle of it. All. Talk to me, Colm, about the you're off on Sunday for not just a game, a week of it in Vegas. Party Central for the whole <laughs> wide world. Yeah, and and nobody does parties quite like the the NFL. It, it should be spectacular. So the week leading up to it, they do they do razzmatazz unlike anybody else. And in fairness, they do access to players unlike oh, anybody really? else. Yeah, so players have to speak to the media. So it'll all kick off on Monday night uh, at the the stadium. So it is an absolute hive of activity. It's incredible. The buzz yeah. there will be phenomenal. The, the advertising. It's the mo- is it the most expensive ad in American television? The halftime ads at the Super Bowl. Is that the case? That is the the case, and and it, it's difficult, PJ, to to describe just how dominant it is as a um, as a force. So there was, I saw a report that came out, and it said that the NFL of the hundred most watched programs in America last year, ninety three of them were NFL. Uh, games it's truly incredible and so yes uh they they reckon um that the a 30 second commercial uh will cost you in the region of about uh eight to ten million uh, for that for that the slot. 30 seconds and, uh, 
30 seconds, 10 million. But the ha- the halftime act doesn't get paid. It is truly maybe artists, understandably, uh, joke a lot that, you know, you, you can't play for exposure because you can die of exposure. Well, when it comes to the Super Bowl, you don't get paid, but you certainly get all eyes on you. You and do, you do. And who is playing the halftime this year? This year it is Usher. And the Usher? interesting thing... Usher, yeah, that it, tend, it tends to be maybe not the the flavor of of the month. It tends. I was going to say that. Thing. I mean, I would have said Usher was a bit past sell by. That te- that tends to be it, but you see, you're dealing with, I suppose, an audience that are a little bit older, yeah. that like a little bit of nostalgia, and it's a way to kind of re uh, reignite a, a career. So we've seen over the last couple of years, like uh, a couple of years ago in. Uh, LA, it was Snoop, it was Eminem, it was Mary J. Blige, and they brought a whole host of characters out with them. Rihanna last year did the entire thing herself, then announced afterwards she was pregnant. So everyone is wondering what Usher is going to to do this year. But this year, BJ, you have the added uh, piece in that. uh, The Kansas City Chiefs, their tight end, Travis Kelsey, one of the best players in the game. Well, he he just happens to be dating Taylor Swift. Yeah, I know that. And that's why I was thinking, that's why I was thinking she could turn up. Could she turn up and do a tune like... I, I would say she'll, she, there's an interesting one. She is due to be in Tokyo the night before the game. And so people have been working out how exactly, you know, will she be able to make it back in time? I imagine a private jet will see I her th- back th- there. I think that, yeah. <laughs> but she wouldn't be looking for, for, for Ryanair and to get her back there fast, you know? Yeah. It's, I, it's, I wouldn't imagine so. It's, it's a, it's a mega party. It's a mega, you think, um, that there's a, a market, for more American football in Ireland, and you you think, Colm, I'm mad in thinking this, you think Parky Cueve would make a great venue? I I do. I think that there absolutely is a market. You can see it, the growth in the, the game here since I, because I've grown up, I've been, uh, you know, growing in this for over 30 years. I've seen it myself, the way in which the sport, the interest levels in the sport, and also the appetite for the NFL. Unlike the, the Premier League and maybe some other sports where they just play friendlies overseas. The NFL plays regular season games and it has done for years now in London, in Germany, in Mexico. And now they're going to add Spain and Brazil into that mix and their own it's only going to grow from there I'm con- convinced Ireland will get a game well, we've had and games in Croke Park and, and in the Aviva have. haven't we we have we have had we've had an NFL game in Croke Park in 97 now that was a pre-season game and we have had college games huge college games and we continue to do that and that's been super successful and the word is spreading around about that um the you know about how good um Ireland is at hosting these events but in Germany it hasn't just been in Munich the games are in Frankfurt as well and so to me I see no reason why yeah, Dublin, absolutely incredible place to host a game. But I don't see any reason why other cities couldn't ho- host a game and do just a, as good a job. I mean, I, I grew up, my sisters uh, were telling me about going to see Michael Jackson in Parky Cueve. I don't see why we can't have an NFL game there. Yeah, yeah. Your enthusiasm, Colm, is infectious. Who's going to win? 
Oh, it, it, it's going to be an amazing um, spectacle. As I said, I think you've got two great teams going up against one another. But, PJ, generally the the best quarterback is generally what you go by. And in Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs have a player who is on the the trajectory to be potentially the greatest QB the game has ever seen. Uh, you, you never know what might happen. I mean, Tiger looked like for a long time he was going to be Nicholas's record. So there's no guarantee that uh, Patrick Mahomes gets there. But you, I would have to, I, I couldn't back against him. This year, the Chiefs looked awful at times. Um, his receivers were terrible. He got frustrated. But through it all, they have found a way. They have a great defense. And in Patrick Mahomes, they have uh, a guy who can take you. Uh, even in, when the circumstances are against you, they went into Baltimore yesterday. They were underdogs and they were absolutely fantastic. So to, for me, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to get their third Super Bowl ring. He's the first player to play in four Super Bowls before he reached the age of 30. He is setting all kinds of records. Go enjoy yourself, fella, because I can you're just you can't wait to get up the steps of that plane. I'm I'm absolutely delighted. I I'm, I'm so excited. I I I'm glad it comes across cuz that is how I'm feeling. Take care, fella. Have a good time. Thanks, BJ. Cheers. Oh, listen, bring us back a bring us back a mug, will you? Call him. <laughs> Corks ninety six FM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.